We continue with the daily sports feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. It's a pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some James Madison softball now as they had their first home games of the season this past weekend. Got four of them in at least, and they won all four. They're now 8-1 and one on the season. Let's talk to Lauren Laporte, the head coach of the Dukes. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you. It was it was good to be home in February, I can tell you that. I was going to say, a little chilly. You didn't get to play the game on Saturday, but still got four of them in. But I'm sure it was really nice to play at home this early in the season. It was. And, you know, our fans came out. The stadium was packed, and, and that's kind of what I was hoping for. I know that it was a little chilly and, and cold, especially in that 4 o'clock game on, on Sunday. But thank you to all the fans who stayed out and supported our team. And you guys were tested. Again, uh, you were tested against Villanova right away and then had to come back and rally get the walk-off Grand Slam. Yeah, you were tested against Lehigh uh, the second game on the, the first game Sunday, the second game against Lehigh, and, and really had to have the bats come alive. And But then you had great pitching against Lehigh and, and George Mason in the other two games. So you, you kind of had a mixed bag where there was a lot you probably found out about your team. We did. Well, we told our team, you know, before the weekend, all three teams that were coming, you know, this past weekend – are very scrappy, high-level teams. They finish first or second in their conference every single year. Um, you know, Mason went to, to regionals last year, and Lehigh and Villanova went the year before. So they have some veteran players that play in the postseason, and, you know, they're not going to give up. And, and at no point can you think a game is won or lost. Um, and, you know, I was proud to see our team's resiliency when you're down five runs, you know, in the fifth. Like, that's tough for an offense. But for them to come back and – and tie the ball game up and uh, and then have eight runs in one inning, uh, that, that was impressive. And I, I got to give everything, you know, to, to the offense there um, on being able just to stay within themselves and, and find a way to get contagious and score a lot of runs. Yeah, your offense has been outstanding. The numbers are, are off the charts right now. But even going back to the first game against Villanova, um, you're, you're up 3 nothing, but then all of a sudden you're down. And, and, and Kirsten was named the, the pitcher of the week in the Sun Belt, had a really good first weekend. And, and then again, she's going to go through some trials and tribulations but I thought she was able to grind through that for the most part and still uh, fight through six innings. And then your team able to, to, again, Bella gets a lot of credit for hitting the Grand Slam, and she should, but kids had to get on before her as well. So that was I'm sure that was really good to see your team rally in a game like that. Yeah, you know, I think we always talk about, you know, the, the, the at-bats before the big home run, you know, the walks and, and just finding ways to get on base so that when the home run happens, it's, it's a lot of runs in that home run and not like a solo. Um, and that's what those hitters did at the bottom of the lineup. Like, wow, they've been doing such a great job at, at being locked in and having really good at bats and, and seeing a lot of pitches and, and finding ways to get on base. Um, you know, and then Bella, you know, came up huge for us in, in that grand slam. And then, you know, we made the decision to put Peyton in um, in that seventh inning or that sixth inning just because, you know, Fleet had already seen that lineup three times and we just didn't want it to go, you know, four times around. So we, we decided to make the, the decision um, and Peyton did a good job coming in and, and, you know, getting quick out so our offense could come back in. And I think it was a momentum change as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Peyton came in and just brought a little bit of energy and, and was able to get through the inning fast and, and, and really get our, get our hitters, like, excited um, back again. And, and that's all that this game is about, just finding ways to get momentum um, and energy at the right time. Are your pitchers all versatile enough that they can they can start, they can come out of the pen whenever you need them? Do you, do you like that about them? Is that something that they most of them can do? I do, and I like the fact that they're buying into it because um, I feel like we have used every single pitcher in different roles. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the week before, like Fleet had to come in um, and, and be a reliever um, in that North Florida game, and she got the save for us. And then, you know, Peyton has come in multiple times. Um, I mean, I think two of her, her wins were – 
Um, she only threw one inning, but, you know, we were either tied or down, and, and she came in and, and did a great job and, and got the win. So I love the, the fact that our pitchers are understanding that, you know, what we're trying to do, and, and we're not really looking to lean on one, and they know that. Like, we have so many options. And for them to have each other's back, um, you know, Alyssa the same way. Alyssa had to come in um, sometimes, you know, the weekend before, and, and she did a dr- great job at doing what she does well uh, with the off speed and, and throwing those hitters off. So I'm just so proud of our pitching staff um, overall. No doubt. We're talking again to Lauren Laporte, the softball coach at James Madison. They're 8-1 and one right now, had a 4-0 weekend. And um, the one thing, you mentioned a couple things, and last year you had a lot of solo home runs. <laughs> we, we, talked, <laughs> we talked a lot about that, that if there could just be some kids on base. Are you, are you, do you feel like you're getting more people on base that you're at bats? Yeah, again, you talked about walks last week and also this week. There's, you, you've had a lot of walks so far. Just, it seems like your kids maybe have grown up and just maybe better at bats so far this year. Absolutely. Um, and that's one thing that we really worked on in the offseason um, was just forcing pitchers to, to throw the ball, you know, over the plate. And, and if they don't, then we don't chase. I, it's probably the most walks we've ever had at this time of the season, especially in the beginning. Because, you know, when you first start, everybody's a little anxious and they don't know other pitchers and they're not really settled in. But good Lord, I don't think I've ever seen this many walks on a stat line. And, and that's, that's what we have to have, um, you know, to frustrate pitchers. Um, because, you know, walks walks can hurt you, and, and, and they hurt us as well, and our pitching staff knows that, and it kind of gets you frustrated. Um, so be able to rattle a, a pitching staff by, by putting up walks and then, of course, like you just said, um, having a big hit, <laughs> and it's <laughs> right. not a solo home run or a solo double. Um, it's clearing bases. Um, you know, that's, that's what we need to be able to score a lot of runs in one inning. Yeah, 38 walks and only 29 strikeouts. So you've got nine more walks and strikeouts right now in just nine games. That's a, that's a boatload. It is. It is. <laughs> it's a and, lot. And, you know, I'm glad that it's, everybody's doing it throughout it is, the lineup. Yeah, it's, it's not it, like just yeah. one player, you know, that is accumulating all those walks because people are trying to pitch around her to get to the next player. I mean, everybody you know, is, is getting the walk. So that's also good to see. Yeah, six different people have at least three so far. So there's been so many people that have contributed, and that's part of why your offense is hitting 358 right now. But obviously Bella's off to a tremendous start, hitting 444 through the first nine games. couple of homers, she hit the grand slam, and she's only struck out one time. What's different with her this year? Is there something that's, that's kind of clicked? And, and again, she was great a year ago, but is there something different this year with her? Her maturity um, and her understanding the game and, and this level um, and to be picky. You know, <clears throat> Bella, Bella, I feel like could have, you know, done the same thing offensively, but I feel like a lot of times she picked the wrong pitch to hit um, and got herself out in a lot of ways. And that's something we talked to the hitters a lot about, like going from last season and kind of what, how people attacked you and, you know, try to get you out, like really being picky with the pitches that you decide to swing at. So, you know, you pick the right one that you can barrel up, and I think she's doing a really good job at that, and especially in that leadoff role. You know, we talked to her about you need to see some pitches. You know, we don't want you going up there and swinging at the first pitch, you know, every single time unless obviously it's over the plate. Um, but, you know, as a leadoff, you kind of want to stay in there a little bit and battle and, and set the tone for the offense. You've done this a lot in your career um, and put maybe your best hitter or one of your best hitters at the top. It's not your typical leadoff type hitter, but again, Shiflet was doing that. You've had others. Um, how about Bella in that? Do you, do you really like her in that role? I do. I do. And I think Bella can do a lot of other things besides just, you know, hit for, for power. Like 
you know, she can she can hit a line drive backside to, to score runs and and mm-hmm. and try not to do too much. She can beat out ground balls. You know, she's extremely fast. Um, so like you know, she hit the ball to the left side. She has the ability to beat those out. Um, and and she's a good base runner where she can steal some bases. Um, that's always been our philosophy here at JMU. Um, you know, we put our best at the top so that they can have more at bats. And you know, I think you've seen you know kind of what we've done to the lineup and having you know Bella and, and KK and and Jazz up there at the top, um, so they can get more at bats. Yeah, sometimes the softball goes so quick you don't get that many at bats. So <laughs> take as <laughs> take as many as you can. <laughs> We're talking yeah. with Lauren Laporte, the softball coach at James Madison, and I wanted to ask about Kirsten um, again. She had some ups and downs this, this weekend, and, and again had a, a pretty pretty clean slate the opening weekend. But as a freshman, you're going to go through some ups and downs. How did she handle that? What did she kind of struggle with uh, over the weekend? Yeah, I, honestly, you know, she gave up a lot of 0 one 2 hits. Did she? And that's kind of what hurt her. And uh, I think she knows that, and we talked about it. And, you know, she's so efficient, and she doesn't like to throw a lot of waste pitches, which which I love about her, you know. Like, she's not <laughs> one that takes the count deep. Like, she likes to attack. Um, but I think, you know, with the hitters at this level, like, when you have 0-2-1-2, you, you got to make them fish a little bit. Like, they have to be competitive balls. Um, but they can't be over the plate um, as much as they were this weekend. You know, um, they were just more, you know, they were more than half on the plate in, in those situations. Um, and it's not like she got hit hard. Um, they just, they were over the plate enough to still become hits. Um, and I honestly think that's what kind of got her the most. Like she was in this attack mode, which I want her to be, um, but she got to understand counts and, and hitters a little bit. Um, sometimes, you know, when you're down in the count, hitters, Hitters have this mindset of I got to swing at everything that's close, and then when you leave it over the plate, then you know that's that's a good pitch for them to hit, and and you don't want the hitters to be in that place. You know, talk about Jazz a little bit too. You mentioned Jasmine Hall, and, and she was eight for fourteen in the four games at a homer. She drove in five in that that Lehigh game on Sunday. You know, talk about her a little bit. There were some. She was kind of going through it a, a, a little bit last year at the plate. Uh, didn't have a bad year by any stretch, but but still was kind of battling at times after a great freshman season. Um, what's kind of different with her this year? You know, I've always said this in all of my interviews with you and, and with everybody. Jazz is she's. She's the solid one. She's the bulldog. Mm-hmm. She's going to have her ups and downs, but good golly, she's going to fight. <laughs> as much as she can. And that's what I love about her, you know. Um, again, I think another thing with Jazz is, you know, this year I'm seeing a lot more maturity at the plate. Um, you know, I felt like she got behind a tremendous amount last year where she watched too many good pitches. Um, you know, she's somewhat of a patient hitter, but um, she she doesn't usually let her pitch go by and I feel like that was happening to her a little bit last year where she was just watching too many strikes and and letting her pitch her strength go and I feel like um, again we've talked about it and she's understood um, how people are attacking her um, and pitching to her and and she's attacking right back so you know she's the bulldog on the team she always will be Mm -hmm. um, and I just love where she's at right now she's not trying to do too much she's letting things come to her a little bit um, and she's playing a really good third base. Is KK kind of the same way? I'm sure people obviously know about her now after what she did a year ago, but but she's got to be very selective on because I'm sure teams aren't going to just just give her give her anything. But um, are, are teams playing her a little bit, pitching her a little bit different this year? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And and again, she's got to really realize that you know when sometimes when you're hitting at a higher average, you know, and you're in the 400s and and you have power numbers, like you're probably not going to see a ton of of strikes 
early. And again, I think she's so anxious and, and wants to do it so badly for our team, just like all of our hitters. Um, but you can't get yourself out, you know, and I think she's got to understand that. And, you know, especially with the off-speed pitch, um, and, and that's kind of what she's being thrown a lot right now, um, just being selective. And I think once these hitters start to figure that out, um, that, you know, the pitchers aren't, you know, and the pitch callers aren't giving them a lot to hit, you got to take the walks, mm-hmm. right? We, we got to take the walks, and then we got to rely on the people behind you. And they can't walk everybody. If our, if our entire lineup keeps putting up numbers like this, <laughs> um, you, you can't walk everybody. So. <laughs> Well, that's the crazy. I, I love that part. <laughs> I mean, and, and you mentioned it when we were talking about Bella's Grand Slam. It was the bottom part of the order, and that's been the, the nice thing so far this year for you. And I know it's just nine games, but it's a great sample size right now here early that the bottom of your order is really doing a good job to flip it back to the top and give them an opportunity. And again, at times that was a struggle last year to kind of get those kids at the bottom to get on base. Yeah, um, Abby Campbell and Kate Carrier yeah. um, are, are doing a tremendous job. Um, you know, obviously Kate is, you know, her, her nickname is, is clutch Kate. <laughs> That's what the team has nicknamed her. Cause she, she is, she finds a way and, um, it's pretty impressive. Um, you know, and, and she, she just does a good job at when, when there's runners on and, and the situation's big, like Kate's at her best in those moments. And, uh, it's fun to see that bottom be able to kind of come out of their shell a little bit. Um, you know, Abby as well, and, and just be comfortable and, and trust their trust their games. And, and that's what I'm liking with this team. And, you know, obviously this weekend is going to be a very difficult weekend, um, especially, you know, with, with the teams that we're playing. And um, it's an RPI weekend for sure. And we have to be sharp in, in a lot of ways. And, we, you know, we told the team that. Um, on Sunday after the, after game two, um, that we got to get really locked in and focused, and, and we, there's not a lot of room for error um, for this weekend. Yeah, no question. We're talking Lauren Laporte, the softball coach at James Madison, as they get set to go down to, to uh, Columbia, South Carolina for the Gamecock Invitational. We'll talk about that in a second. One, I I could probably ask about every single one of your kids, and then we'd be on for about an hour. So I, I we'll, we'll save some other kids for later. But I did want to ask you um, about your freshman second baseman, Madison Edwards, and, and what she's mm-hmm. been doing. She's been really solid for you so far. She has. I mean, she's she's one of the best, you know, um, infielders that we've had. Just to her overall athleticism and knowledge of the game at, at such a young age, and she asks a lot of questions and and she wants to get better. And I think that's the biggest thing with younger players that come in. Like they they want to improve their game. They they know they have a lot to learn, and and she loves to learn. And and like I said, she she's always working on her own to try to get better. And sometimes that doesn't happen always as a freshman you know you're just trying to get your your feet wet and you're figuring out a lot of things but I feel like she came in almost kind of like a sophomore like she knew the routine she knew the system she was really good in the weight room um so just super happy with her and fleet's maturity um with being so young yeah no question all right this weekend the Gamecock Invitational we get Charlotte twice once on Friday once on Saturday you'll get South Carolina on the road Friday night um also a league opponent in a non-league game in South Alabama then UMass to close things out but this should be some great competition for you this weekend oh for sure for sure you know Charlotte's already beaten a top five team in Florida State and obviously South Carolina's ranked 18th in the country uh we already know about what South Alabama can do (laughs) Um, and, and UMass is usually very, very good in their conference. So it, it's a test weekend, and, and we did this on purpose. You know, like we wanted to have a lot of confidence going into this weekend, which we, we had some really good outings, and I feel like we're in a good place. And, and now we got to really play, um, and, and we got to have some clutch performances. Um, and that's what, that's what it's going to come down to. You know, who, who can, can be big in the big moments? Who can make that big diving play? Who can make that big clutch hit when, you know, we have a runner on? 
um, and, and what pitchers can really stay composed and, and really be able to throw a lot of different pitches at a high level. That's the one thing you found out a lot about your team, but I'm guessing a weekend like this against this competition, you'll find out even more, won't you? For sure. I'm, I'm anxious to talk to you next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's great for our team. You know, our players come here to play the best, and yeah. then that's kind of what they talk about in their recruiting process with us, and then that's what we're going to do. Um, you know, we're, we're, we can't be scared of competition, especially early in the season, because this is where you learn a lot of things about your team. You don't want to wait until the end. Um, and, and play, you know, an, an easier schedule. Like you got to put, you got to test your team early for them to be able to get through things and learn a lot about each other. Because obviously, the end is what end is what matters. And if they haven't been tested, then it's not going to be a good ending. <laughs> no question. Yeah, this will be a lot of fun this weekend in Charlotte, South Carolina, South Alabama, UMass, all on the schedule coming up. The Gamecock Invitational. Coach, congratulations. Thank you so much for your time. As always, I appreciate it. Good luck this weekend. Thank you so much.